Welcome to ENN Radio, a podcast from Elon News Network, bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Claire Schoenfeld. This week, we are sitting down with executive producer of Elon Local News, Ellis Chandler, to talk about her experience with Elon News Network and her future career as a journalist. So, Ellis, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited. (laughs) Awesome. So can you tell us a bit about your history here at ENN? Sure. So like a lot of my other senior classmates, I have been a part of this organization for my four years here, but that's kind of immediately where we differentiate. I went abroad my freshman fall in Dublin, Ireland and had the best time. So my involvement with Elon Local News started freshman spring took a couple stories, turned at least a package, got my feet wet, learned how to run like camera and teleprompter and some of like the really basic positions. Ended up applying for a leadership position thanks to encouragement from alum Mackenzie Wilkes, love her dearly, and started out sophomore year playing like the world's biggest game of catch up ever. So learning how to run all those control room positions I hadn't before, really refining my storytelling, getting into the journalism curriculum, as well as writing for the web, writing for the pendulum, and running all of our social media platforms. I was our social media director all of sophomore year, and then kind of touch and go my junior year. And I started producing my sophomore fall, yeah, which was terrifying, absolutely terrifying at first. My first show I ever did, we had everybody sign up for positions and then I think two people ended up having to run six positions between the two of them because that was when we kind of had a little COVID cluster here in our newsroom so it was about me and two others and two anchors making it all happen in the control room and I left like crying being like I never wanted to do this again and here I am two years later with a producing internship under my belt and applying for producing fellowships and jobs. So I guess I can say I kind of got the bug last fall a little bit, and then I've only picked up since then. I did about half of our Elon Local News broadcast this fall. So that's somewhat of a long-winded answer, but it's funny kind of where and how this organization will take you in your journalism journey. That is definitely a journey, to say the least, and it's really cool to hear kind of you had a late start, so to speak, and then you kind of developed this into a really well-respected history and foundation at the organization that I know a lot of my peers really look up to and use you as a figure and point person of kind of where to go. Um, I really want to talk about just kind of doing more of a history. Your favorite part of working at ENN, this could be a story you took on, a memory in the newsroom, really anything under the sun. I just want to hear about your favorite memory here at Elon News Network. I think my favorite part of working with Elon News Network is feature reporting, to be quite honest, because it's something that I put a lot of effort into, but it's not something that has like a ton of stakes for me. I love news. I love local news, but feature reporting has always kind of been my go-to and my strength. I love stories that are really odd. I love stories that tend to kind of lean lifestyle, I suppose. Um, We don't really have beats here in the newsroom. Like beats aren't established because we want people to try everything and never feel like they're stuck in a box creatively, assignment-wise, otherwise. But I've kind of developed a little bit of a beat for myself. It's been funny, and that beat's kind of shifted from year to year a little bit. But I've done 
stories on how zoos have operated during COVID. <laughs> I've done stories about any and all performances going on in the dance department. I've done pieces about farmer's markets galore. Those are so much fun. I love, love, love the visuals. And I always love the Broadway beat too. I was kind of recalling what I've done and those are always fun ones. Anything. Those are fun because I've kind of built like a source network through them. I've kind of come back and interviewed some of the same people, but not every year can you say you've reported on the geese and Scooby-Doo and the TikTok Ratatouille musical. Like <laughs> if it if it's odd, the odder the better. I'm there. So I love it. Um, I want to hear a little bit more about your internship over the summer with WYFF four in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, I'm actually from Greenville, and I grew up watching WYFF four. The anchors who are there now are mostly the same people who were there when I grew up watching it, which is crazy. There. YFF is very much a station where people go to kind of build a career, so to speak. I mean, it, it's sometimes people's first and only job, which is fantastic. And retention is kind of a double-edged sword because you see all those people who have been here for, I know the chief photographer has been there for 51 years. You wow. hear those numbers sometimes and it's like, oh, okay, like it's probably the same old, same old. They're not bringing new people in. They're not bringing new talent in, things like that. But I think it really speaks to what they're doing well. So I went through the internship process, like many of my other peers, kind of throughout the spring semester last year, did a lot of phone interviews, did a lot of Zoom interviews, sent in so many cover letters (laughs) and heard back from WIFF pretty quickly and got the internship offer, which was fantastic. But I was trying to see kind of what all was going to come in and where just so I could balance it pretty fairly and made a decision in early May and then had to kind of completely shift my plans <laughs> based on when they wanted me to start, which was totally fine. I had, I joked that I had three days of summer between Elon and getting to Greenville and starting, which was really funny. But yeah, I had the best time. I worked day side. I worked night side. I worked, it was a news internship. So I went out with reporters and photographers for most of May and June and then started sitting with producers or would sit with producers on days when there'd be like severe weather and things like that and worked with them mostly in July and August. I mainly wrote for the 4 and 5 p.m. broadcast every day but I'd pick up lots of OSATs here and there just from DHEC briefings, uh, addresses from the governor, things like that where we could just kind of roll on it from our desk and I could pick a bite, a different bite for the four, the five, the six, and the 11 Mm -hmm. and write a bunch of different Vosots and ask the producers like what angle they wanted to take for each show. So that ended up being something that was very helpful. Pitched a couple stories from time to time too, which was fun. One of my biggest takeaways from the summer too is that there's always a follow-up for everything and that's something I kind of started in our newsroom this fall. We got a board and on it is kind of three columns so to speak but it's one week ago one month ago one year ago and that's something they did in our morning assignment meeting every day at my internship is went over what stories were pretty much the biggest going on and this was an everyday thing mind you I update our board about once a week but just so people have an idea of oh oh my gosh this person this thing this event 
anniversaries are always story ideas to start, but it just kind of makes you realize how far you've come and what you should be spending more time on and what you've actually done a pretty good job with or what you can do differently. So had the best time. I would love to find myself back in Greenville one day and I feel like I really made the most of my summer. That's so awesome to hear and I remember talking to you about the board and that being your passion project (laughs) and I think that it has kind of helped give us an idea of kind of where to go in terms of stories and what we're looking at and as you said anniversaries I think are always a really good place to kind of start from and build upon when we're looking at uh, different types of news and kind of if you can talk about specifically what ENN did to prepare you for working in that real world so to speak uh, position. Sure well I guess to start no class no other program that I looked at when I was looking for schools know anything really like besides ENN will teach you how to produce a show that's for sure like knowing or at least having an idea of how to line produce a show and be in the booth is a skill that I will take out of here very happily and very confident in um it's just made me a lot faster too like I can write tighter now I can write more actively now um, I can cut a vo- I can write and cut a vosat in probably half an hour, which it's really a place where you can get your reps in and get them in quickly. And being fast isn't always the goal in journalism, but if you can do something quickly and do it well, that's only going to work in your favor. So those are probably the biggest things. I mean, it's just really given me. A space to explore what I want to do, who I want to be, who I work well with, what kinds of people I work well with, and kind of just given me a little bit more of a solidified path for postgrad. And speaking of postgrad, oh my goodness, <laughs> um, that's the question of the hour. That's really is. it. Really is, and <laughs> news as a whole, like moves quickly but within that print and broadcast move on vastly different timelines as I kind of learned last year during the internship process so a lot of print and digital mediums are looking for interns and people to start this summer this August this September this fall while from my understanding broadcast wants to hire you about 30 to 45 days out I would say if that I feel like that's even a really generous estimate because I've had people be like oh yeah I've been asked if I could start next week so it really kind of is just that go 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 sometimes so I don't want to say I'm sitting pretty until (laughs) April and May but I've been taking the fall to go on station visits and talk to recruiters and ask questions and update my website, update my producing reel, make sure the stories that I have where I've done reporting, like while I have some really nice ones from sophomore year and junior year, I want to make sure that some of my more recent work from senior year that I'm impressed with is on there as well. So, and also just trying to see like what can be done to really set myself apart. Local news stations are getting a lot 
more open to hiring younger producers. It's not so much that you have to go to market 189 and pay your dues and go to quote unquote like journalism grad school, so to speak. But I don't know. Like, I don't really know what market I'm going to be starting in post-grad just yet, but the tools are there. So long-term goal for post-grad is to work in special projects, which I had an epiphany about this summer when I was working with the senior producer and special projects producer at WYFF. Her name is Jenny Williams. She is becoming such a mentor to me. Kind of working with her and seeing what she does for their long-form news magazine program and the community events and live shots and things she plans, which I was able to go kind of get a first-hand look at over fall break too. That was really exciting. That's exactly what I want to do. And ha- like knowing that and knowing that now is awesome. I had never changed my major in college, which my parents like I think we're pretty thrilled about because <laughs> it meant that I was in and out in four years still. But knowing that now, like, I I have a path of what I want to do is helping me be a little bit pickier. I want to stay in the Southeast. I want to line produce. I want to work in local news, special projects, and maybe some sort of other similar managerial role would be the long, the long game, the long-term goal, but where we're at right now so it'll start picking up in the spring for sure so what advice would you give to current students involved with ENN who have kind of watched your success watched your leadership kind of what advice would you give them to get those students where you are now oh goodness making me feel a little washed up today (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding um delegate Delegate responsibly. The time you put into people is an investment. Sometimes you'll teach people things and you'll never see them again. And it's frustrating. But for every success story that you have where you can teach someone how to do something and you never have to show them again, it's great. Um, I've had this like little thought in the back of my mind is like you're not a great leader if when you leave no one knows how to do anything so that's kind of what I'm keeping in mind as I'm going into the end of the semester J term and the beginning of next is what don't people know how to do what do I need to teach them what is coming up that I can help prepare them for now what do they have questions about what are they concerned about I'd also probably say play more. Don't be afraid, like, outside of ENN and in, don't be afraid to try things. And if you don't like them, great, you tried them. You're ambitious. That's fantastic. But ENN's always going to be here. There's always going to be things to do. I say it's always going to be here. I really, really hope it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, Mm -hmm. like, value your time with your... Have outlets outside of Elon News Network and value your time with those people, those places, those activities, because that will keep you sane, so to speak. And there's also stories at those places. Mm-hmm. It There really are, but it's really going to be what keeps you going yeah. at the end of the day. So 
be selfish, do things that make you happy, be ambitious, and work hard, play hard. I love it. And Alice, is there anything else that you would like to add or mention in regards to working at ENN and your experience here? Anything really, the floor is yours. It's never too late to start. I am my own testimony when it comes to that. You don't have to be a communications major to join. This is my admission spiel. I give it all, every time we have a tour in the newsroom, but you really don't. You There is something here for everybody. It is a heavy time commitment. I used to kind of dodge that. I don't anymore, but the reward is there and it's there above and beyond and I'm biased here, but if you know people in ENN, be kind. <laughs> I know that sounds so, so, so silly, but the work we do is really, really important. And it takes you to places beyond the Elon bubble that you yeah. may not experience in your four years at Elon or otherwise. So trust your ENN friends, ask them for recommendations on things and try to help them out if they need it because they're doing good work amen <laughs> and there's good people here so i'll leave it at that i love it well ellis again thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with me about your experience here your history here and your future and i know all of us here are really excited to see where you end up yeah thank you so much this has been awesome well that is all we have for you this week on enn radio subscribe to enn radio on spotify apple podcasts and follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com. Thank you for listening.